0: More about faith. Now, we all know that without faith, it is impossible to please God. That is the only thing in the scriptures that God says. God says it's impossible to please God if you don't have it. Why? Because if you don't have that trust in the Lord, I mean, it means that you are saying. You didn't make me. I can do my own thing. I, can, I don't need you. And it hurts the person who actually created you. I mean, you know, me as an engineer, I can see if you design something and it works. Man, you're, you're excited. Look at that robot, man. You know, it's just doing his thing, right? Of course, I'm not a robotist, but I'm just saying that as an engineer. You know, you can design things. And if it works, software or whatever, if it works, it's beautiful. You're excited. And that's the same way that God uh, sees. I mean, He designed the entire universe, and you and me, and so if in our lives we trust Him for all things, He's excited. He's excited. Praise God. Amen? Amen. All right, so uh, this morning, our uh, pastor has titled this, Ask in Faith. Ask in Faith. But really, we want to go beyond that and also say that, Walk in the Lord, that means your entirety of your walking with the Lord, it should be what? In, in faith. faith. Okay? <clears throat> because that encompasses asking you people, asking uh, the Lord in faith, it means you are trusting him that he has answered what you have asked for. Remember, of course, that his answer could be what? I'm asking you, his answer could be what? Yes, yes or, or no, or wait, wait, Wait. okay? So remember that once you've asked, he has answered in those two things I and mean in those three areas, and then that, those three possibilities, and you continue in your life in that kind of trust and thanksgiving. That's why he said what? When we ask, we should ask with what? Thanksgiving. That's another beautiful thing. When we thank the Lord even before the fact, what does that mean? That we, we believe that He's going to do what He says. Exactly. We believe He's going to do what He says. You know, even though it may that result may not be with us yet, but we are trusting Him because He is in charge and He knows He can He, he can do He knows the end from the beginning and everything. So walking in the Lord encompasses asking. And then also, it also encompasses serving in faith. Hmm? Asking in faith and serving in faith, okay? Why are you doing what you're doing? For example, if you're going, you know, visiting uh, Saturdays and so forth and so on, are you doing that because you trust the Lord, because you love the Lord? Or are you, is that a service by road? Sometimes we can get into that rut. You see what I'm saying? we can get into a situation where, you know, we have to serve, 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 and there's no attachment of love. The reason for doing it, okay, uh, should be important. You are serving, you're going to the jail, or you are going to a nursing home, or you are going to visit internationals and all that, because what, you love the Lord. You want to serve, you want to bring people to what? Him, amen? So, that is serving in faith, and also, we have to live with our brethren in faith okay? living with others in faith okay <coughs> what does that mean uh, anybody how do we how do we live with others in faith okay by trusting the god jesus christ and do the, the work of God and mm-hmm. like our like have to Right, right, right. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. Any others? I think that that is exactly right. Now, in addition to that, you remember, you know, we God say that we have to show the fruit of the of the spirit. Right, and that fruit, many of that fruit relate to people to like Patience, kindness, gentleness and all that. How you relate to people must be in faith. You know, if 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 somebody has done you a bad turn, for example, God say we should what? Forgive. That is the relationship with others, how you relate. Okay? And if you believe God and you uh, forgive the person, what you are saying is that I trust the Lord that what he has said, that vengeance is mine, I'm going to take care of it. So live it with me, okay? You are living in faith. You are trusting him for what he has said. And so you say, I forgive this person. Just praise the Lord, amen? So that is the practical way of living and asking and serving in faith, all right? And um, let's, uh, somebody can read um, James chapter one, verses five through eight for us. Um, okay, yeah, go ahead. James 1, 5. So James 1, yes, yeah, 5-3, yes. 5 through 8 Yes. Okay. James chapter 1, 5 through 8, yes. Right. <clears throat> If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that give it to all men, liberally and afraid it not, it shall be, be given him. For let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and Verse Mm 7. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord, double-minded man is unstable in his ways. Mm -hmm. So what he's saying is that we should, if we lack wisdom in our lives, we should ask him. You know, I've looked through the scriptures a little bit. I'm Mm -hmm. not not like Dr. Patton, he's probably read everything and he knows everything (laughs) for me, so (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) But, but, But I think, from what I know, I think that asking is in wisdom, you know, that is when the Lord says, if anyone asks wisdom, ask me. It is the only promise that is that is um, not a condition, it's all condition, but without any other strings attached. Because he says what? He, give, he gives it to you without upbraiding you. In other words, without looking at your level of maturity or your sin or whatever. Because he says, you ask him for wisdom and he will give it to you without upbraiding, without chastising you. Okay? that's very important because when you ask the Lord for guidance, for wisdom, you are actually relinquishing your life to Him, right? You're saying, I can't take care of this particular situation, right? So you take charge of it. Now, a lot of times, sometimes we, even many of us believers, we tend to plan things in our lives without God, right? You know, because we say, oh, I think that's easy, right? You know, I can do this, right? I can do this. So you plan your life and say, oh, tomorrow, but next week, you're going to. See, the thing is, nobody knows the future, right? None of us, right? And there, might, there could be twists and turns in our lives, right? That's why it's so important for you, for me, to ask God for guidance every point of the way and he says, if we lack wisdom, we should ask him and, uh, um, and he will not upbraid us. I remember, I, th- I think I've said this a few times before, but um, one of the examples that I can remember, and there have been many examples in my life where uh, I have thought to do some things one way, but because I've prayed about it before, the Lord has used some other burden to discuss the issues, and I've seen the path and I've seen that uh, in the long run, I've seen that this is the best way. Okay, But sometimes it may not be as clear-cut. Sometimes it may not be as clear-cut. And the best example of not being clear-cut is uh, one time, you know, when I, I used to do border parole, teaching border parole, okay, and um, you know, I, you know I, I, that day I had to I, I, wanted, I had to go and teach, right? But we normally do it after hours, you know, after I work, about work, 6.30 or something like that. So, anyway, so that evening I still had to, I knew that I had to do something else. It was very important, okay? So here were two, two situations. What do you do, okay? And there are many instances in our lives like that, okay? But the Bible says, what does the Bible say about praying? When you pray, do what? when we, what brother, what uh, ask, brother brother just ask Asking faith without wavering. That's a key. That's a key to that kind of situation. Without wavering. That means, if I've prayed and I say, Lord, give me wisdom in this decision making. Alright? Or where to go, whatever. You Then you tell the Lord that he has done it. Because that's what he said, right? So it means then that, Whatever then (coughs) resolves, you should thank the Lord for it. And and I think that that is something that we need to do in practice. So this particular day, um, I said, Lord, I was driving, I said, Lord, show me where to go because, um, I mean, if I do this thing, I'll be very late to this place and, um, you know, it wouldn't be good when I go to the, teach at the border. I'll be very late there. But if I go there too, this other thing will not be worked out. So, and I felt that the Lord was leading me to do uh, my job, the job I and mean, the, the, the task that I needed to do before I go to the border of parole, okay? Well, so I said, hey, let's do it. I didn't waver, right? So I went there, I did what I needed to do. Then I went to the border of parole. It was about 40, 40, 40 minutes late or something. Well, it turned out that that particular day of all days, no student showed up. <laughs> no student showed up. So the Lord knew that no student would show up, right? So he said, forget about the student for today at least. <laughs> so go and do that task. So that's the point I'm making that God lives with us in practical terms, not in theoretical terms. He says, if you lack wisdom or guidance, ask me, but ask without what? Wavering. Okay? Many times we ask and then we say, hmm, I wonder if you know God is really gonna lead God bodies in this or that, you know, that kind of thing. But if we do without wavering, he's sure to take charge. Amen? Amen? Praise God. All right. Now that's uh, so I wanna talk quickly about the four points that um, uh, pastor has given us. The first is that uh, our Christian faith is prompted by our trials. Okay, our Christian faith is by our trials. It is the trials that God allows in our lives that prompts out or breaks out our trust in the Lord, okay? Now, so I want to ask you, how do you respond when you face trials? Or why, why should, yeah, why, how should you, what, brother the pattern? Pray, 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 <laughs> pray. pray, pray. <coughs> but it's unfortunate that even believers, some of us, when we we have faced trials, we get so agitated that we forget to pray. I mean, I mean people like that, they they become so, not angry, but agitated, confused, you know, uh, all kinds of things, okay? And the first thing that they should do is the last thing they do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's extremely important for us <coughs> to um, to respond properly when uh, we face uh, trials. And the trials are not necessarily, you know, you, you know, I mean necessarily very, so there are trials that may be big in, in one person's life, that could be small in another person's life and vice versa and so forth and so on. But there are several uh, trials like you lose your job. For example, the people uh, in in the jail where I minister to okay when they go out from from the jail getting a job is a tough. big deal tough it's a big deal okay whereas for you and I okay because of our resume or something okay if you lose one you know we may go on it may not be as big a deal or maybe maybe we have a little buffer in terms of money you know that kind of thing so that's what i'm saying that you know, there's levels of trials, okay? So, lose <clears throat> your job, and uh, you can't pay your bills for, for a long time could be a big deal. Sickness, of course, you know, could be a big uh, try in our lives. And and sometimes, watch this. I remember, Brother Stanley says, always says, watch this, watch this, right? So I'm getting to learn. Watch this, <laughs> so, because I listen to him a lot, okay? I don't know if many of you know Brother Stanley, did uh, a preacher on the on radio. Anyway. Maybe, I'm, maybe not. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, sometimes you are late to an appointment. You are driving, hmm, and you are late to an appointment, and the car in front of you is like almost dead still. Right? What do you do? That's a trial of sorts, right? <laughs> exactly. It's a trial because your response Shows your level of maturity, okay, or your level of trust in the Lord, okay. Because if you had prayed from home, right, and then you are dumb and this thing happens, it could be that the Lord is stalling so that you don't run into an accident, right? Sure, okay. So your response should not be to Rail at the guy in front of you, <laughs> right? But they say, Lord, you are in charge of this. You are in charge of this. I mean, you know, I don't know, but thank you. No, you know, maybe you may not, in, let's face it, sometimes you may not have the guts to thank the Lord at that time, but at least don't rail at the person in front of you. Amen. Amen. Just trust the Lord and ask the Lord to help you in that situation. So, anyway. So you can see that how we respond uh, to trials show our, our faith. So number one, as, for the, as the pastor said, our Christian faith is prompted by our trials, okay? Now the second point is that our Christian faith reveals uh, true humility, okay? Humility shows that we are willing to allow God to handle every situation Yes. in our lives, okay. you are humble enough to learn from him. You know, remember the Sermon on the Mount, okay? One of the things he said is that blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth, okay? The meek the meek man is a humble man. He may be, you know, power is, I mean, humility doesn't mean weakness, right? But it means if you're meek, you, inherit, you will inherit, you will inherit the earth, it means that you are humble enough to learn from the feet of Jesus Christ. Okay? And when you do that, you will be victorious in every area of your life on earth. So in that sense, you are inheriting the earth. Whereas many people who will not be humble enough to learn from him in every situation, they are always riled up, you know, cutting, you know, doing all kinds of stuff and you know, having suicidal thoughts and all of that. You know, they are not; they they don't have victory in their lives. But if we are humble enough to learn from the living God, <coughs> then um, then uh, He will take charge, and uh, we will be victorious. And uh, okay, so why do you think, for example, that? Or let me let me ask you another way. Okay, what is on the top list in terms of Uh, the things that God hates? Pride. Pride, right? Exactly, okay. So he puts the contrast as what? Humility, Mm -hmm. humility. Now remember that, of (coughs) course, pride was, uh, who who were the first first being to be prideful? Satan, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Of course, okay. So in other words, if we are not humble, in other see, remember that if you are not one thing, you are another, right? If you're not humble, you're proud. Right? Okay. So and if you are proud, you're behaving like see. ah see. We may not we may not want to say that in as many words. But 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 that that is really what is happening. Because God says, if you are not what? For me, you are against me. So one thing or the other. Okay? And remember, even Jesus said, Get thee behind me, Satan, mm, talking to Peter, okay? So no no ifs and buts about it, okay? So let's learn to be what? Home Humble before the Lord and let him teach us, okay? So, <coughs> I'm sorry, my flu, I thought the flu has gone, but it's lurking, <laughs> and, and every now and then it rears up its ugly head. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, so we've done. Uh, we've uh, we've looked at our Christian faith is prompted by our trials, and our Christian faith is revealed uh, through, uh, through uh, humility. Okay. All right. Now, uh, the third thing is that our Christian faith is demonstrated by by work, or in other words, by action. Okay. And um, let me see. Brother Pat, could you read uh, James chapter 2, verses 14 through 20. What doth it profit, my brethren? Though men say he hath faith and hath not works, can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be ye warm and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are needful to the body, what doth it profit? Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yea, a man say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devil also believes and trembles. But uh, but wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. Now nothing, this doesn't need the whole of explanation, okay, as you and I know. We can't just pay lip service, okay? To uh, you know, to our Christian faith, you know. We need to do what? We need to do what? We need to couple it with action. That is the only way that demonstrates, right? That we truly belong to the Lord, okay? I always tell tell the uh, the people, my friends in jail, that look. It is true that. Salvation is completely free. It's completely free. You can buy it, you can work it, <coughs> and so forth and so on. But when you said that, Lord, I repent of my sins and I come to you now for you to be in charge, that means you are now wanting to learn to, to, you know, to be a son or a daughter of your father, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. So why should you live like the devil, right? Okay, so it's extremely important that we go all the way and not sit on the fence. And the only way that we can uh, uh, go all the way is to demonstrate it in our lives all the time, our Christian faith, that we do trust the Lord for everything. Amen? Mm -hmm. Okay, I want to read um, what the uh, Pastor Reddy um, said, because it's important. He says, God is so eternally interested in you and your life that he is working personally in your life to bring you to the place where faith will be prompted by the trials you face. If you are really going to believe him, your faith is going to be evidenced by your labor for the Lord, in other words, by your actions, you know, by like many people go weekends visiting because what they desire for others Know the love of God, Amen. You see what I'm saying? So they are living out the act the, the, their faith. You know, they are not saying, "Oh well, yeah, I love God." Then you know, I want, I go to church. I'm okay. I'm good. I'm good, right? And and that's where it ends. You live it out, and um, by your actions. All right, praise God. Now the final thing is our Christian faith is motivated by God's gift. It's motivated by God's gift. What is God's gift? The, the, main, the way God has what? He has blessed us with many blessings, right? Yeah. But what is the one gift that we all know is the first one? Salvation. Salvation. Salvation, mm-hmm. okay. <coughs> so our salvation uh, is a gift, and as God continues to shower more and more blessings and grace, uh, in our lives, okay. What do you think? What do you think happens? It motivates us, right? It motivates us to do what? To trust Him more. It motivates us to trust Him more, okay? So, you know, if I, you know, I'm sick and I pray and the Lord has blessed me and healed me. Well, praise God. And and I believe that every one of us, you know, can look back in our lives and see where. God has been leading and putting things together in our lives and so forth. So he says all things work together for good to them that will do what Love him. So my encouragement to you uh, today is that we will continue to trust in the Lord in all our in the all areas of our lives, and God will also do what? Continue to bless us. Amen? Amen. Amen. Alright, let's go to the Father, we thank you so much for your message in our lives we pray that you will help us to continue to trust you in every area of our lives uh, so that we can you can be blessed and also so that we can have complete victory in our lives in Jesus name we pray amen amen, amen. Right. amen. thank you